welcome back to yet another bullshit podcast. This is Jeremy. I'm here with Dalton. Dalton, how'd your week been? It's uh, it's been all right, man. It's been all right. I've uh, I've been playing some games. Been playing some uh, like Final Fantasy XI and some WWE 2K22, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, first and foremost, right off the bat, okay, I got worked up before we got started, so I got to bring this up straight up. This should be fun. I was taking my morning dump, enjoying myself. Life is good. And I see this article. Uh, Woman sentenced in baseball star's death. Now, this was from three years ago, okay? Yeah. What bothered me about this was I was like, you know how sometimes on Facebook you'll see like uh, people you may know? And it's like, so it was somebody that I hadn't seen in a while. So I clicked her page and I'm scrolling down and she had been tagged in this post. Now, I'm going to read to you what the post said. Or I'm gonna, you know, try to remember what it said. I don't have it pulled the actual post pulled up, um, but the girl was like basically saying that if you didn't know this girl who's in this article, then you don't have anything to say about her. You know, she got the raw end of the deal. She didn't pull the trigger or kill nobody. She shouldn't be in jail. Yada yada yada. Right? Yeah. Okay. So what this girl did was three guys asked her to find someone that they could rob. So she found an 18-year-old who was a baseball star at the school and yeah. took him and took him to his house so he could so he could be robbed by these people and he got shot and killed. She's just as guilty as everybody else in that situation. Fucking thank you, sir. That was my thing. And these people in the comments on this particular thing talking about this chick were like, "Oh, Oh, God, I can't believe... I, th- I hope she doesn't get 15 years. I think she's only supposed to get three instead of 15, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I hope that bitch fucking rots. Dude, a kid, a kid is fucking dead because she took him to go meet some people to get robbed. Like, bitch, you are just at fault, just as much at fault as anybody else because you took him there. You, He would not have been in that situation if not for you. I hope you fucking rot in jail. I hope Bertha shoves her fingers up your butthole. All of them. In a not pleasant way. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, just like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, she is just as guilty as the person who pulled the trigger because if it wasn't for her, he wouldn't have been there to have been shot. Like, you made a conscious decision to partake in this illegal activity just because it went further than you expected it to. You're still at fault. You made a bad decision and your bad decision got someone killed. Exactly. And it's like, dude, it, these people. So the people that shared this, like they're a bunch of fucking druggies. Like I know them. They, they're from around town when I used to work at the gas station. I, I went to school with some of them. Like they're a bunch of fucking druggies, right. dude. And they all the druggies hang out with each other around here. So it's like I can look at somebody's uh, like friends list and it's like, oh, these are also the people that they're friends with. And I can look on there and tell you if they're a fucking pill head or a meth head by the people that are in that these people were fucking pill junkies and i guarantee that this chick was hanging out with three dudes who were probably the dudes she get drugs from and they were like bring bring them around so we can rob them and we'll give you some coke bitch or something like that and she did it like because drugs fucking suck but that does not make the situation any fucking better that does not mean that you shouldn't get jail time bitch somebody is dead because of you and it's going to haunt you the rest of your life and you should fucking rot in jail for it that's all i'm going to say exactly yeah i don't disagree with you at all there Dude, I was just, I, I shared it. I shared the post on Facebook. I'm like, dude, I know this is like three, four years old, but the comments I saw defending her, I was like, go fuck yourself. Get fucked. <laughs> this this yeah. bitch rots. Yeah, dude, speaking of terrible women, uh, how about this Amber Heard bullshit? Man, 
so I haven't been following it closely, but I've been seeing like I don't want to call them memes, but they're pretty much memes of Johnny Depp little, just being awesome little in the courtroom. Snippets and stuff, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we were. T- I was talking about it with Jen, and seeing that I don't think it should be as public as it is but at the same time hopefully with it being public it will bring to light that this shit happens to a lot of guys there are a lot of guys out there that are in relationship with toxic ass women but when you as a guy try to say something about it your the response you usually get is be a fucking man you know it's like nobody there's no sympathy for you as a man when you're being treated like this until you know she stabbed you or shoots you or some shit and then it's like oh i I can't believe it got that bad it's like dude i've been telling you for a year this bitch is crazy and y'all just laugh about it and say oh oh, just man up kick her ass or something it's like dude i'm not gonna beat a woman but like you can't just be in that situation and not do anything about it you got to try to get out of it if you can yeah absolutely dude my my ex-girlfriend um shit i haven't even really tried to date anybody for the past like two or three years because of her man like uh this is gonna sound strange she was great for my self-esteem oh yeah and absolutely wrecked me mentally in every other way <laughs> but, oh, yeah. like just fucking destroyed me to the point that like it was only about six to eight months ago that like i feel all right you know what i mean oh, like yeah. when you're laying in bed with a girl and she's drunk she was an alcoholic so like she was super fucking drunk and like I you know she's upset and I tell her I love her and she looks at me and tells me like you don't really love me you just want to you just want to fuck me just throw me in the trash I'm a piece of trash and all this type of stuff and I'm like listen no like I fucking love you like yada 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 and dude the fact that she would not accept that I like I know it's probably more her like things that are wrong with her than things that are wrong with me but like uh not being able to like show like have her like prove to her that I loved like nothing I did prove to her that i loved her would really bug the shit out of me and then i would like cook her dinner for her and her kids and her granny and all that stuff and i'd make all this stuff and she would like never post about it but some random dude on facebook bought her like four five dollar pizzas one day and she posted all over facebook about how she was so thankful and he was the best and all this stuff and i didn't get that shit i was her fucking boyfriend at home spending all of my money on her and then I lost all my money. I lost my job over her because she had gotten really sick. I took some time off to take care of her. Lost my job because of it. That's a long story. Um, and then she she dumped me because I didn't have a job, even though I lost it because of her. Um, once oh, she yeah. once once she started feeling better and she wasn't sick anymore, um, even though I had taken care of the kids for like a month and a half while she was bedridden and shit. No, she dropped me because I was lazy. Oh yeah, I was dude. Uh, wow. So basically, you were the meal ticket, and when that meal ticket ran out, she decided to find somebody else exactly i was a meal ticket with a big dick now i will say that when she left me uh like a week later she ended up with the dude that like i wasn't supposed to worry about oh yeah right so they go on this trip and she's texting me and telling me that she loves him more than she ever loved me and how uh they're gonna be super happy and i just have to deal with it yada 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 so come to find out this weekend that they had he smoked a bunch of her pot, fucked her a bunch of times, took her home, then wrote her a Dear Jane letter and huh. uh, called it off. And she was heartbroken. Everybody on Facebook that wasn't me was going, told you so. You should have stayed with Dalton to the point where she posted where she was like, y'all don't have to keep telling me you told you so. I know I fucked up. Okay. So that made me feel a little better. But like, oh yeah, 
it was still took me a long time to get over that whole situation. Oh yeah, dude. So, I think the the most fucked up thing I've heard in this Amber Heard Johnny Depp case is the fact that not the fact that she shit in his bed. That's bad enough. But she shit in his bed. Then she went and bragged about it to her friends, and her friends thought it was funny and a cool thing to do. Like, dude, what kind of toxic ass people are you surrounding yourself with? Like, dude, if you came to me and was like, oh, I wouldn't shit in my girlfriend's bed, I'd be like, oh, dude, that's kind of fucked up. You probably shouldn't have done that. Who who shits in someone's bed? Exactly. Like, that's just not something that comes to my mind whenever I'm, like, mad at somebody. Like, you know, I'm going to go shit in their bed. That's somebody dude, who's crazy. shit in their bed. Exactly. Although there was a funny-ass meme that came out of that. It was the uh, that bathroom door scene from The Shining. It's like the the girl is Johnny Depp all trembling, terrified in the corner. Like you see Amber Heard's face pop through the door, and then you just see a fucking big turd coming through the door. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but like, yeah, dude, I can't imagine being like, oh, I hate you so much, I'm going to come shit in your bed. Like, no, oh, that's just fucking gross. That, yeah, that's that's awful. I, I just hope that this works out for Johnny Depp because like. Oh, yeah. From from all intense, intents and purposes that I've seen, like the dude was definitely in a situation that wasn't good, and uh, uh, she was fucking nuts. Yep, that's the the gist that I've gotten to the point that I think like even Jason Momoa doesn't want to work with her on Aquaman anymore and shit like. Uh, and that that's something that me and a buddy talked about um, with Ezra Miller getting arrested for assault again. Um, they dropped the Flash movie and dropped him as a Flash, but Amber Heard is still on to do Aquaman 2, which I think is bullshit because, like, why is he... Like, he's obviously troubled and troublesome. I can understand them dropping him, but why are they keeping her with all of this crazy shit coming to light? My understanding is a lot of people who have worked with her don't want to work with her again because she's extremely difficult to work with. And... So why is she not getting the same treatment that Ezra Miller got? Who knows, man? This is the way of life. Yep. Seems like it. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you, sir. All right. Have you ever been out fucked where like you just couldn't go anymore and they still wanted to go? Yeah. More than once. Yeah. I have a story for you, my good sir. Now, uh, <laughs> all right. In case my parents' friends ever listen to this, because I do know that y'all listen to the Steam Machine podcast, so if you ever listen to this story, keep this one to yourselves. Thank you very much. So, um, there was this lady who doesn't live here anymore, but she used to live up the street, was my neighbor. And she would always tell me, and this lady was like in her 50s, you know, like it was cougar status. Oh, yeah. And she always would tell me that she loved the smell of pot, but she didn't smoke. So she would ask me to come up there and smoke some joints and sit there and talk with her so i went up there one time and i'm sitting there and i'm talking with her and everything and she walks inside and she comes back out with no shirt on and we're on her we're on her front porch like you can see this shit from the road if you look hard enough in fact side story i was telling my buddy danny this this exact story i'm telling you guys right now one time where we were and we were leaving my house and i said yeah dude sometimes you look on her porch and she'll just be out there with her titties out and as we drove by me and danny looked over there and she was on the porch with her titties out and i said see <laughs> and danny went motherfucker because <laughs> she had big old titties anyway um so we're sitting there and i just i'm just playing it cool you know smoking my joint having a drink and uh 
she sits next to me and starts rubbing on my leg and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, all, all right, all right. So one thing leads to another, and we end up fucking around. Uh, so we go in her bedroom, and I fuck her, and I bust a nut, and I'm laying there, and I'm exhausted. And she's like ready for round two. She's kissing on me, trying to get me hard again. And then she hops on, and we go for a round two. I bust a nut. She gets off. I'm exhausted. I'm laying in bed. Okay, now it is like 2.30 in the morning. I have to be up for work at 5 o'clock because I was doing property preservation at the time. So she leaves and goes, I don't know. I I assume that she went into the bathroom or something. And I'm laying in bed. And I'm laying there for like 10 minutes. And she doesn't come back. So I'm like, oh, I might be able to sneak out now and actually go get a nap before work. Because I'm at this point, I'm over sex. And I'm like, dude, I have to go to work in the morning. I'm going to be so tired because it was physical labor at the time, property preservation stuff. And uh, so I get up and I quietly get my clothes on, you know, and I put my shoes and socks on and everything. And I walk out the front door and she's sitting on her front porch, butt ass naked, smoking a cigarette. Like, where are you going? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I'm just coming out here and she ends up finishing her cigarette, takes me back inside, makes me fuck her one more time, then lets me go home. I go home. I lay down. I close my eyes. My phone rings. Hey, man, I'll be there soon. Fuck. Yep. All right. I just, I got no sleep that night. And uh, yeah, dude, I was absolutely exhausted. She wanted to keep going. And I'm like, no, lady, I am. I am going to. I am 300 pounds. I am going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I oh, need yeah. to catch my breath. Please let me catch my breath. <laughs> Dude, I, I think I almost had something similar happen to me when I was in like middle school or like ninth grade. So I, my best friend at the time was name was Brad. We would hang out and uh, we had like a like a yard sale at his house one day, right? Set a couple tables up in the front yard, put a bunch of shit out. The fucking lady that lived like across the street, down the street a little while. She walks up and she's like talking to us about this stuff. She's like, oh, you guys like video games? And uh, we were like, yeah. She's like, oh, I've got a bunch of video games, like arcades and a pool table and stuff in my basement. If y'all want to come over and hang out. And we were like looking at each other. Like she was not the neighbor that you would want to have sex with. Even when you're like a horny, like 15 year old. (laughs) We look at each other. We're like, uh. Well, I don't think we can, you know, his mom doesn't want us to leave. And then we went inside. We were like, told his mom, I was like, I think we almost got abducted. She was like, what do you mean? It was like that lady from down the street. She came and like told us she had a bunch of arcade machines in her basement and asked if we wanted to come over. And (laughs) I think, I think his mom went and like talked shit to her, but I'm not sure. I can't remember. (laughs) But yeah, like that shit was really, really weird. Yeah, I I was a little older than that at the time, you know, like yeah. obviously. So yeah, I can imagine being that young and being like, that's ah, kind of strange. Yeah, it's like, like if she'd been hot, I'd probably been like, hell yeah, I want to come play some arcades. But yeah, no, she was like obviously the crazy lady down the street, and it was like, yeah, no, nah, I, I don't want to do that. D- depending on the age, I would have been. There would have been a good chance if I'd have been like nineteen. I'd have told that lady like, hell yeah, suck me up. <laughs> oh no! If I'd have been like seventeen to nineteen, yeah, probably so. It's like, yeah, um, why not? <laughs> this will be a story I can tell later. Speaking of trying to pick up kids, I heard one of the worst pickup lines I think I've ever heard in my life the other day. Like, this is the creepiest pickup line I've ever heard. Dude, legit said, "Hey, is your belly a white van? Because I want to stuff some kids in it." 
Jesus. <laughs> I was like, that is the most absurd, <laughs> fucked up thing I might have ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I'm like, now I have to try that at some point and see what happens. <laughs> oh my fuck. Like, that is the pickup line when you're like, there's no way this shit's going to work. You're like, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to pull this fucking peach out and see what happens. You want to know a pickup line that worked for me one time at a party and I could not believe it did? This girl looks what? at me and she was, I was smoking a cigarette and she looks at me and she goes, can I hit that? And I just, without missing a beat, I looked her up and down and went, I don't know, can I hit that? <laughs> And she, was like, and she was like, oh, you're funny. And then we sat there and shared that cigarette. And sure as shit, I went in the bedroom and fucked her. <laughs> nice. I, was, I was like, I can't believe that worked. What the fuck? <laughs> also, uh, there was this time, there was always this joke. And I do, not, I do not condone this. Let me go ahead and say to everyone, I do not condone this. <laughs> Yeah. But but it did Yaps work. Pod does not condone what's about to be said. But it did work. So my buddy Cody used to have this joke where he was like, "Man, when in doubt, just pull your dick out." And that was that was his thing. He was like, "When in doubt, just pull your dick out, see what happens." And it made me think of the naked man from I think it was How I Met Your Mother, where it's like where the girl leaves the room and comes back and the dude's just standing there naked. <laughs> you know, it was kind of like that's what I thought. This was years before that, so obviously it was a thing. Uh, but I had this girl at my house, and um, we were we were hanging out and smoking pot and everything. And she goes, "Let's watch some porn." And I was like, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> yeah, let's so do this. I, I pulled it up. I let her pick what she wanted to watch and everything. And then she was like, "Will you rub my back for me?" Hmm. So I start rubbing her back and all of that, you know. And one thing leads to another. Her panties come down, and I start playing with her. Yada yada yada. Not to get into oh, too yeah. much detail on here, and. Uh, I, I was like, you want to fuck? And she was like, no, I don't think so. I was like, all right. So I'm sitting there. And I'm still, I, I am like rocks. I'm breaking through my pants at this point. So I just unzipped my pants to relieve the pressure. Like didn't even like mean anything by it. Right. And so my, my wiener is now out and it touches her leg and she reaches back and she grabs my dick and she goes, oh yeah, you can fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't know how to react to that. I was like, what What did you have to make sure it was all right first? What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, okay. And then, then we did it. But it was just a very strange situation to be where it was like, I really just pulled it out because it hurt to have it in my pants at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That's the worst. I was even trying to keep it away from her. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I didn't want to be weird about it. Even though, like, in that situation, I, I don't know. The whole situation was weird. But it was it was a fun night. It was a fun night. I, yeah, the, dude. Yes, the 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 pressure on the pants. We got like that zipper digging into your fucking tip of your dick. Oh, it's the oh, worst. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst, bro. I have a slightly more family friendly version of a similar. <laughs> um, so years and years and years ago, went out on a date with a girl. I'm the type of guy I don't like going just to dinner as a date because it sounds selfish, but there's so many women out there that will just say yes to a dinner date just for a free meal. They'll eat and then they'll leave and you'll never hear, hear from them again. Quick, quick uh, thing on that. I had a buddy of mine who asked my friend's sister out on a date and I messaged her because I knew her and I said, listen, Lenny's going to really like you. If you don't really think that this is going to go somewhere and you're just going to get a meal, I want you to decline that fucking date. And you know what she did? She declined the date. So, uh, yep. yeah, so yeah, like we, uh, we went to play putt putt because like, that's a good like way to have some fun talk you know it's slow pace 
Oh, yeah, so she's sitting there. She's sitting there trying to like figure out because I don't think she'd ever done it before. So like trying to figure it out. I was like, hold on, let me show you how to do it. So I was like, put your hands behind your back. So she like puts her hands behind her back, palms out. And like I go behind her to like reach around her to show her how to do it. To fucking pull into her and her hands are perfectly just cut my dick. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And she's like, I mean, it's a fun little thing. But yeah, she wasn't, didn't seem too offended by it. But I'm like, yeah, I totally did not mean to just put my dick in your hands. At least you apologized for it though. And you weren't like one of those dudes yeah. who was like, just set it there and was like, oh yeah. All yeah. Right, this is yeah here you go. Like, honestly. <laughs> a thousand percent unintentional i did not mean to do it at all but like yeah so like i when i did and i felt it i like freaked out and jumped back i was like oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> it's like she laughs it off she's like oh it's not that big a deal but yeah dating is uh dating is interesting yeah yeah for sure um so i one of the things that we had marked down that i wanted to bring up was an argument that i got into with my buddy one time it was my buddy his girlfriend and me and we were talking about OnlyFans, right? Now, oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and state this right off the bat. I got no problem with OnlyFans. There's a couple of OnlyFans that I have subscribed to in my time, and I appreciate those ladies and the work that they do. That being said, the argument was, I had just said in the chat, man, there's this girl on OnlyFans who's charging $35 to subscribe to her per month, but then you also have to pay to see like the videos and stuff like she might post a picture uh, yeah. or two but you still have to pay so i was like so you're paying 35 dollars for the opportunity to pay for porn yeah and i said that's not worth it and holy fuck you'd have thought i just said that their children were the stupidest creatures on the planet or something and they're not i love their kids to death that's just an example but like they were like well you, who the fuck are you to say that it's not worth it and i was like the consumer <laughs> I was like, because it's not, it's just not worth it to me. And they're like, but you don't, you don't have the power to put somebody's a number on someone's worth. You know, if they think they're worth that much, they can damn sure charge that much. And I'm like, I think you're missing the, the point that I'm saying it's not worth it to me. And, and, and then they just kept on and on and on about it. And I said, finally, I was like, dude, this has nothing to do with money. And Ryan's like, or no, I said, I'm sorry. I said, dude, this has to do with money. And Ryan's like, it has nothing to do with money. And I said, no, Ryan. It has everything to do with money. I said, you're misreading this completely. I don't care what she charges. It's not worth it to me to pay that much money. I was like, yeah. I don't care what she thinks she's worth. If she thinks she's worth $100 a month, that's fine. I'm not going to fucking pay it personally. That's all I was getting at. And they, and and then, and then it just, that ended the conversation. Neither of them apologized, but like they didn't give me any more shit anymore because they finally saw that like, they, they were kind of being dicks because like I was just being like, this is this is what I mean. And I've, I've thought about that ever since. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know how that could have gone a different way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that whole argument, yeah. because it was like I was literally just saying, like, I wouldn't pay that. I'm sure that obviously there are people who do. Girls have lucrative careers on that site. And like I said, yeah. the, the most expensive one that I've ever subscribed to was $15 a month. But they posted all the stuff you wanted to see for $15 a month. You know what I mean? But the whole thought of, you know, 30 to 50 to a hundred and you just get like some bikini pictures unless you pay more money. That's kind of, yeah, no. that's just not for me. That's just not for me. That's all. 
but uh but it causes this huge fucking like 20 minute argument bro and i was just like why are we arguing the whole time i'm just like i don't understand why this is a fucking thing like why why, why is this a problem but that's the uh the the uh what's the word i'm looking for the failure of communicating through text is yeah. like context yeah. and stuff is lost very much over over text oh yeah and that's my thing is like only fans i've never subscribed to one because i don't personally know anyone who has an only fans you know i would support people i knew doing yeah. it if i felt it was something worth the money like you said they're like oh it's a hundred dollars a month i'm gonna be like probably not um but like but for but instance, like oh, go ahead. and like for people i don't know there's so much free porn out there to be paying a monthly service for someone you don't know yeah. I don't know, it sounds weird because I'm not like I'm not saying I want to sit watch my friends get naked and have sex and stuff, but you know, that's I've had some friends in the past that had uh adult Patreons and subscribed to those just as a means of supporting a friend. But uh yeah, oh, do you like if you're charging this much money for me to see you like in a bra and panties, no thanks. It's like that's I feel like that's kind of defeating the purpose of having that, but Hey, to each their own. I'm not going to tell you you can't do that because, hey, do what you feel comfortable with. There's people out there that are willing to pay for all kinds of different stuff. So, yeah. And there's a, there's a girl I follow on, on OnlyFans, too, uh, who her page is free and she does cosplay stuff. But the more risque cosplay stuff you have to pay to see. And I'm like, that's cool with me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I still get to see the because I particularly like cosplay. Nude cosplay is like cool and everything. But like, I just like costumes and stuff. Not that I'm not, and it's like, it's not an OnlyFans that I jerk off to, you know what I mean? It's just like, she's a cool artist, you know? Um, But that being said, I will be that guy, and I will say that I 100% would rather jerk off to somebody I know um, than porn. (laughs) It's it's more uh, personal, I guess, like to me. Like, uh, my my girl in Ohio, she knows who she is. like she'll send me pictures and stuff and it's in it, videos and it's so much better than porn. Oh my God. It's so much better. So there are a couple girls that I know that I went to school with who I saw had only fans and I was like, always been curious. Here's $10. Let me see what's up. You know? <laughs> and oh, yeah. I will, I will subscribe to her only fans every now and then just to like support her. Cause I went to school with her and because like girls oh, yeah. smoking hot, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, but it's, it's, it's rare that I do that though. It's very rare. And the, my stance on like sex workers has always been there's no reason for it to be illegal. It's consenting adults choosing to do things. There's nothing illegal. I would even argue there's nothing immoral about it. I feel like if sex workers were legal, you would see the rate of marriage decrease. You would see the rate of divorce decrease. Like, you probably see it increase a little bit at the start, but I think it would level out a lot lower because people aren't going out there and getting married just because they feel guilty having sex. Yeah. Like, I also, think also I think in this country, there's this huge, like, weird connection between I find this person physically attractive, so I feel like I have to marry him right away because it's what ex- what's expected of me. I've been married. It's not any different. The only difference is when you're ready to break up, it's a hell of a lot more expensive and a hell of a lot harder to do. Uh, I had an ex an ex boss who said marriage is just a really expensive piece of paper that's even more expensive to get rid of. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, 
But, uh, oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, and, and I think that if they legalized, you know, prostitution, sex work, uh, you could regulate it some in a way that, like, oh, yeah. like testing and things like that. So, you know, the, girl, the girls could go, and maybe it's covered under their insurance plan for their job, where they could go and they could get tested. Now, I know the Christians that are listening not not that Christians listen to us, but I just know that they're immediately they're going to be like, not. I don't want my taxes to go towards making sure some hookers clean. And all. I was like, why not? Maybe your kids are fucking one. How would you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe your yeah, pastor your kid is gets, fucking one. Yeah. What if your kid gets AIDS because he had sex with a sex worker who hadn't been tested? My thought has always been legalize it, but make it where. You want to be a sex worker, you go down to City Hall or whatever, you get a license to be a sex worker. Your license, part of your license is monthly, you know, screenings and so that you, you know, you make sure you're clean, but then tax the shit out of it. Tax it at 40%, 50%, whatever. People will pay the higher prices for legal. They prove that with marijuana. Um, yep. My thing with it is it's going to protect the girls. Because she's not, you know, having sex in dingy motels or in alleys anymore. If she has sex with a dude and he says, I'm not going to pay you and beats the shit out of her right now, she can't do anything. Because if she goes to the cops, they're going to arrest her for being a prostitute and that's going to be the end of it. If it's legal and she's a card carrying sex worker and some dude beats the shit out of her instead of paying, she can go get his ass arrested. Like, yeah, absolutely. Dude, there's there's only upsides to legaling it, legalizing it. There's no downsides. But like you said, you have this religious group of people that say, well, having sex is immoral. And you know, half of them are cheating on their spouses and shit. But like, I'm not going to get into, into my thoughts on that stuff. But yeah, like, just legalize it. Legalize it, tax it, and make mandatory screenings. Like you said, tax money doesn't even have to pay for it. Have a fucking clinic set up where they can go pay... $50 a month or whatever and get get screened for a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. And on a similar but completely different note, I think that cardinals and guys like that, uh, priests, things of those sort in the Catholic Church, should oh, yeah. be able to get married or at least fuck prostitutes so maybe they'll stop fucking children. Agreed. <laughs> you know like i know that's fucking like a weird thing to talk about dude but like it ha has happened so much that there really needs to be something done about it like are you fucking kidding me at oh, this point yeah. i don't know we don't, we don't have to get into at that at the very but. least <laughs> at the very least the church needs to stop protecting them when they're fucking little kids yeah exactly dude it's like no nah, dude that motherfucker like fucked up. i don't care how many wines he's blessed <laughs> you know like yeah. i don't care how many body of christ he's served he was serving something and he should be served some jail time dude i read an article about the catholic church where some priest they like what excommunicated him or whatever and said like he'd done like thousands of baptisms said none of them were valid anymore because he said something about like in the wording i forget the specific wording instead of saying like I, I think it was, I bless you in the name of the blah, blah, blah. He said, we bless you. And they go, oh, since he said we, none of these baptisms are valid. And I was like, y'all suck a fucking dick. Like you're telling little Timmy, his grandma went to hell because when the priest baptized her, he said we instead of I. Like that's fucking retarded. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like that shit unreasonably pissed me off like i shouldn't have cared as much as i did but i was like dude you're brainwashing people with this shit to where 
These motherfuckers are going home and crying because they think their grandparents are in hell because some priest said we instead of ah. And so guess what? They're probably in hell anyways. Not only that, you're not casting a magical incantation where you have to know the words exactly. specifically. You're just reciting a, a prayer of sorts. You know what I mean? Pretty much, yeah. And I mean, you can, in my opinion, a priest could just take you and dunk you under the water. And it is like you don't need the whole thing. Like he could just be thinking it and you could be thinking it and you both know what you're doing. And he dunks you under the water. Baptism over. You're baptized. Like you don't need exactly. the the, sh- the pomp, circumstance, the showing. Uh, all you don't need all that shit, dude. That's like church. If you believe it, you can believe without going to church. You can be at home yep. and you can worship wherever you're at. Um, Churches were built to scam people out of money. That's basically what it if seems. If God like. is real. If God is real, God does not need 10% of your income. God created all this shit according to the Bible and whatever other books you read. Why does he need $10,000 a year out of your pocket? I mean, in theory, God could snap his fingers and have all the money in the world. Exactly. And yeah, it's just, it's fucking, it's a whole thing. Like uh, ICP, I know people hate on ICP, but they have a song called Hallelujah. Which is all about oh, yeah. making fun of uh, TV uh, evangelists. I, was, I listened to that the other day. Yeah, that shit's I, one of the lines is how much money do you make and how much will you let me take? You know, yes. <laughs> it's like I will give you tranquility. Just send your welfare checks to me. Like that's the yep. whole thing. Is like those guys on TV that I don't. You know, I I know some some pastors because in the town I live in there's like a hundred churches and there's two red lights oh, yeah. that tells you how oh, how yeah. what this town is there are some really 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 nice people that go to church around here yeah. but then you've got the people the other kind of people that are like the Joel Osteens and the uh, the dude who looks like Leatherface dude, <laughs> dude I have to say if religion is real Joel Osteen is the motherfucking devil like my mom loves him and I love my mom to death, but I tell her that man is the motherfucking devil. If he, if the devil is real, it's Joel fucking Olstein. That motherfucker has a house that's worth like $14 million. But when Houston flooded, he locked the doors of his fucking church and wouldn't let people take Harbor there. That literally tells you in the Bible not to do that. Yeah. And like this motherfucker, all he cares about is making fucking money. I remember seeing a thing the other day about uh there's apparently a TikTok or a Twitter feed or something of a guy who te- shows like TV televangelists and posts how much their shoes cost. And there was some dude that was on there that was wearing like a $10,000 pair of sneakers. And it's like, dude, this preacher's wearing $10,000 sneakers and telling you you need to give him 10% of your income that he's not paying taxes on. Yeah, that's the big thing is that churches don't pay part, taxes. Yeah. yeah, And so all of that fucking money goes right into their pocket. They might put some to the church, but you know their pocket. They're like wrestling promoters back in the day where it's like, yep. what? Well, here's the actual house. Here's what we're going to tell people was the house. And here's what the IRS yep. is going to think the house was. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like that promoter pockets some money. Then he pays the boys. Then he tells the promoter, oh, you know, I, we only made this much. Or he tells the IRS. Yep. You know, it's fucking, it's such and, a scheme. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I know religious people who are, like you said, some of the nicest people on the planet. I know some people who run churches and they legitimately do what they 
do what they set out to do. Yeah. You know, the money that they take in goes towards repairing the church, you know, whatever. But like I said, I've always argued churches should be tax exempt to a certain amount. Give them a hundred thousand a year, two hundred thousand a year. You don't have to pay taxes on it. But once you make more than that, when your church is making a hundred million dollars a year, you need to be paying fucking taxes. Like no church needs a hundred million dollars a year. When you got a preacher up there, what was that one preacher that was saying God said he needed a private jet? Like, Uh, no. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember the guy's name, but I know you're talking about. You don't need a private jet. You need a kick in the dick is what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of taxes, bro, it's like the, uh, the, you know, people like me and you end up having to pay taxes and then yep. these companies like Amazon and Facebook and things like that end up not paying any, even though they made billions of dollars. It doesn't make yep. any fucking sense to me. It's fucking capitalism, and capitalism is stupid. <laughs> Agreed. God like, damn it. <laughs> like Elon Musk came out pretty recently and basically spilled the beans and was like, well, I don't pay taxes because technically I don't take an income. It's like, motherfucker, you built a rocket and launched yourself to fucking space for fun. Pay some fucking taxes. Yeah. Like, stop. That's what churches do. That's what these businesses do. They don't own shit. The people there don't own shit. It's all in the business's name so that they don't have to pay any fucking taxes. But then... When they need $10 million to do something, they just go scrape it out of the business funds and put it down as a loss or put it down as a expense and just do whatever the fuck they want. Yep. But the country's ran by these people, so nothing we're going to be able to do to stop that. I was ranting about that the other day, and my grandpa was like, well, you know, they, they did something to get where they were at. And I went, yeah, they stepped on people and shit on people and... Yep. Maybe not Elon. I, I don't told, know. I don't know his story, but I know Bezos. There's a lot of bullshit around him. I was telling my brother one time that uh, I said if you if you made five thousand dollars a week or five thousand dollars a day, seven days a week from the day Christopher Columbus landed in the United States of America until today, you wouldn't have a billion dollars. Nobody earns a billion dollars. And my brother's response was, well, if you had a billion dollars, you'd probably say you earned it. I was like, no, nobody earns a billion dollars, myself included. If I had a billion dollars, I'd spend that shit trying to make life better for people. Like I'd be fucking, I'd have Lamborghinis and shit, but like I would also tip my wait staff a thousand dollars when I go out to eat or something, you know? Yeah. If I have a billion dollars in the bank, a thousand dollars ain't shit to me, but it might change that person's life. There's a, uh, I mean, yeah, but there was an article I read that said that Jeff Bezos could give every adult over 18 in America $10,000 and it wouldn't put a dent in his bank account. Yep. That's how much money he has. Picture that every adult gets 10 grand and he still has billions of dollars left. That is insane. And that's something I've argued before, and I'm going to try to find it so I can make sure I don't get it wrong. Um, I think it's the the disconnect for normal people between a million and a billion is they're pretty similar words. There's only one letter difference. They don't I don't think people grasp how much more oh, a it's, billion is. Than it's a, a million. thousand million. Yeah, it's like a million seconds is about eleven and a half days. A billion seconds is 31 years. Like, it's that big of a fucking difference. 
Like yeah. you said, it's literally a thousand million. It's like fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> yeah. And that motherfucker's Nobody's, got a trillion dollars. Exactly. Holy shit, son. That's a thousand billion. Like, holy yeah. shit. What the yep. not dude, his entire family from now and until probably the end of time would have trouble spending all of that. Yep. Holy fuck. And I get that. It's like, it's not his money is wrapped up, like you said, in the business. But no, that is his money. Don't let anybody fucking tell you differently. Like, if that motherfucker wanted to go pull off $500 million and just use it to wipe his ass, he could. Yep. And it wouldn't put a dent in his goddamn bank account. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Dude, if you had $1 billion, you could buy a $50,000 car every single day and crash it and go buy another one the next day fifty thousand dollars so we're talking about you know a nice bmw or something for twenty thousand days without running out of money so you could buy a five hundred thousand dollar lamborghini every single day for two thousand days and not run out of money how the fuck does that seem normal to somebody that somebody would have one billion dollars much less a hundred billion dollars and like you said, you don't make that kind of money without standing on other people's backs to do it. Yeah. And I've read that like there's this weird uh, like mental thing where the more money somebody gets, the more they don't want to spend it. But yeah, the more they want. Yeah. The, like, But I don't know, man. Like I, I like to think that if I had a billion dollars, I would use a lot of it for good. You know, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have every physical game that i've ever wanted to own i'd have uh, yeah. a second story built onto my house i'd have a brand new computer you know ps5 i'd have all the oh, shit yeah. i want i'd have so much money left over though like so i'd probably spend and 200 grand if that and then so much left yep. dude that's my thing is like you know me i'm one of the most cynical like spiteful people on the planet i would still Try to do good shit with that money. Yeah. Like, if I had a billion dollars, if I woke up tomorrow and had a billion dollars in my bank account, I'd do fun shit. I'd go to all the F1 races. I'd have Lamborghinis. I'd have all kinds of cool shit. But I would be doing shit for other people. I already told my mom, I was like, if I win the lottery, I was like, I'm buying you whatever house you want. We'll sell the property we have now. And... Like, I'll pay your taxes on the new house and shit. You'll be taken care of. Like, I'm not going to just spend money on myself. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing is a lot of these rich people, they're not, even if they're doing altruistic stuff, it's for self-gain. They're donating money to charity because it gets them out of paying taxes. Shit like that. Yeah. And, you know, Uh, I I would like to see, I I just want to say, I would like to see Bezos do something like, give a hundred thousand dollars to schools you know what i'm saying like yeah every school gets a hundred grand because i know that the schools here in my town could use money like that i mean the high school is 75 percent portables and like i'm sure that those probably need some work since the time since 10 years ago when i was there you know what i mean (laughs) or more than 10 years ago now shit i'm 30 i'm I'm getting up there it's more like you know 12 13 years ago that i was there but you you know what i'm saying though like there's just so many things that oh, that, yeah. that amount of money could do for good that it just doesn't happen. And I don't know. There might be some logistics that we don't know, but I, I just can't see it being anything other than just greed, I guess. I don't know. And dude, so that brings me to something else I really want to put point out. 
You notice how every store you go into now, when you swipe your card, before you swipe, they say, oh, do you want to donate money to the Children's Miracle Network or, you know, the Pet Foundation or whatever store you're in? Yeah. I'm going to say to anybody listening to this, do not donate money at stores. If you want to donate money to that charity, donate it to that charity directly. I'm going to explain what happens when you donate that money. So say say you work at Walmart. Walmart's is Ch- Children's Miracle Network right now. They say, oh, yep. you want to donate a dollar to Children's Miracle Network? What Walmart did in January is they donated the maximum amount they can write off their corporate taxes to Children's Miracle Network. So what they're doing now is they're ha- asking you to pay them back for that donation they made. Now, say they donated a million dollars and two million people donate a dollar through their register to Children's Miracle Network. You just made Walmart a million dollars tax free over the donation they supposedly made that they're getting their taxes, getting written off their taxes. So they didn't donate shit. All they got was a free million dollar tax write off. So please, if you want to donate money to that charity, donate it to that charity directly. Stop this sort of corporate welfare of sorts where we're paying for them to have a free tax break. I, uh, yeah, I always just tell them to round up the change. <laughs> See, I don't even do that. I tell them no. And I've gotten some shitty looks from it before, but like I'll say, I'm not paying your company to donate to charity. Like if your company wants to donate to charity, that's great, but I'm not donating. I've, was talking to a customer who was a manager at a movie theater and this, his corporate chain actually got on him because he wasn't getting enough charity donations at the registers. And he was like, what does it matter? And they told him that they were like, we already put this money out. We're trying to get it back. And he was like, don't you think that's a little fucked up? How is that legal? And it is because, you know, that's how corporate runs the world. got to fucking love it, dude. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, please, if you want to donate money to charities, donate it to the charities directly. Like me and my son will go buy groceries and take them to the local food pantry because they're going to hand that food out to people that need it. Yeah, absolutely. Versus, you know, donating money at Walmart that's literally going in some executive's pocket. Yeah, there's actually a, a place around here called Lake Area Ministries that does that where they have food drives where people can come. My uncle actually goes and gets food from them because he's on uh, Social Security, so he doesn't have a ton of money. So like, oh, yeah. I, I appreciate programs like that a lot. And I usually reach out to them if we're going to do a donation, say, hey, what do you need the most of right now? Because they'll say, you know, they always take pasta and sauce. They always take peanut butter and jelly surprisingly what a lot of people don't realize is feminine hygiene products are one of the most necessary things at pantries like that because there's a lot of homeless women out here that just don't have that stuff and they're just having to to just deal with their periods because they can't afford to buy that stuff that shit is expensive that's something else i've always stood behind is feminine hygiene products should be supplemented by the government women should not have to go broke because they have periods yeah like I think, and I'm a guy, I get that that may be, you know, more favorable to women. I don't give a shit. I'd rather pay taxes for women to get this shit for free. Yeah, 100 Like, if you want fancier, if you want fancier shit, go buy it at the store. But I think there should be some level of basic feminine hygiene that women should be allowed to have for free. Yeah, I, I 100% agree, dude. I 100% agree. And, and that's also like... Uh, 
like why I appreciate like when they do vaccines and stuff like those are free usually. Oh yeah. So it's oh, like yeah. they're cause, because it's just like you know not to get into the whole COVID thing, but it's like you can't say that you can't afford to go get that because it's free. You know what I'm saying? And it's like yep. so that that comes down to a decision on you. And I feel like other things should be like that as well. Like like you said, feminine hygiene products, dude. It's like yep. you should be feminine able to just hygiene products, insulin chemotherapy anything that you have to oh, have insulin, for, for health sure. reasons that you have no choice of you should not have to pay for In- insulin is so goddamn expensive it's stupid and it, yeah, if you that look shit at the, has gotten ridiculous and you look at the prices of it in other countries you know i'll never forget i read a uh, an article about this lady who was going on holiday over to france and she yep. had like a heart attack or something on the plane and when they oh, got yeah. her when they landed in France, they got her off the plane, rushed her to the hospital. She ended up having to have like open heart surgery and uh, she was in there for like three weeks or something like that. Right. She got out, cost her $50, Yep, $50 for open heart surgery. It was $50. And that was because of like a couple different painkillers they gave her. Dude, a Canadian friend of mine had, I forget exactly what happened to him, but he ended up in the hospital for like a month or so. Like it's pretty bad life threatening stuff. Dude, he told me he paid $45, and the only reason he had to pay $45 is because the ambulance came and picked him up and took him to the hospital. I was like, dude, an ambulance ride in the U.S. is like $4,500. Yeah, it's an insane. I was like, dude, I went, I literally went to the hospital when I had that nerve issue with my neck. Like, I'm in so much pain, I was sobbing. Go to the hospital, sit in the waiting room for about an hour and a half, go in the back, sit in the room for another 45 minutes or so. The doctor literally came in. He didn't get within about seven feet of me. He goes, oh, so you're having some pain? And I described the pain to him, described what I thought was going on. He's like, oh, we'll give you a Tordal shot and some Percocet. And I hope you feel better and walked out of the room. That's it. Maybe five minutes, if that. Nurse comes in, gives me the shot, hands me five Percocet, discharges me. Dude, the hospital charged me $1,700 because I don't have insurance. The doctor charged me almost $700. So the doctor charged me like 700 bucks for like four minutes of not even diagnosing me. Just saying, we'll give you some pain pills. Get on out of here. Uh, bro, what the fuck are five Percocet going to do? Exactly. Like you're a big dude five. like me. Like I got to take two Percocet for them to even touch the pain. Five? That's like when uh, I went. And dude, it was it was nerve pain. So Percocet didn't do shit for it anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that's like when they gave me uh when I had my all four of my wisdom teeth removed plus an extra tooth that I had removed all at one time. They gave me I think it was like fourteen I might have been twenty Lortab, like five milligrams or whatever. And I'm like yeah. I wanted to tell him, I'm like, dude, this shit wouldn't take wouldn't take away a headache for me. Like I again, I don't condone drug use kids. And again, if your kids listening to this, tell your parents they fucking suck. just 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 kidding just kidding don't tell them that keep listening keep downloading um but i would have i would snort one and then eat one because when you snorted it hits you quicker so i would like immediate relief and then once that started wearing off the second one would kick in and it would help a little bit but dude those fuckers didn't help at all and i know it's because people pill shop and it's become like a thing where they don't want to give you a bunch of painkillers because people have ruined that for everybody (laughs) yep but fuck five and you're you're having nerve pain dude i'd have told him to get fucked 
I'd have been like, do you want to throw a zero on the end of that for me, please? And thank you. Oh, they're, oh, they're getting like $50 a month until that shit's paid off just so it doesn't affect my credit score. <laughs> like they'll get paid when they get paid. I don't blame you, dude. Yeah, dude. Like just mention, like you're talking about dental stuff, dude. Uh, shout out to a comedian. I know, uh, in Gaio Bellum, dude's funny as shit. He lives in the Bay area. He needed a root canal. He literally looked it up. He could fly to Spain, stay in Spain for three days, get a root canal, and fly back for cheaper than he could get a root canal in San Francisco. Like, dude, dude what, this system is so fucking broken. I was like, what does that tell you about the American medical system? It's so fucking broken. That is insane. You can have a vacation yep. and a surgery for cheaper oh, than yeah. a surgery in America. That, yep. what the fuck? Well... Okay, so I know we're we're tight on time today, so I'm going to tell you this quick story, and then we'll touch on maybe one other topic, then we'll get into the community questions. All right. So, do you remember in Dodgeball, when Ben Stiller gets hit in the face, and he's like, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. I literally had a moment like that in my life one time, and I wanted to share that story with you. So, I'm at a party. Um... And at this party, I think I was telling you uh, one of the times that I was at a party and I was just downing double shots of whiskey until I passed out on the bathroom floor. The last oh, thing yeah. I saw was my friend Brandy and Rachel's feet and then flashes of a camera. And then I felt <laughs> passed out on the bathroom floor. They were peeing around me. Like everybody go in there and like sit on the toilet and pee. I'm just sleeping on the floor. It was nice. whatever. But I guess it was nice. I was <laughs> fucking gone. So I, I drank way too much, way too quick. Anyway, I don't remember if it was this party or another party, but... There was a moment where I'm inside and I'm standing there with Jeremy and we're talking. We're smoking probably a blunt and doing some shots. And Rachel and Brandy come in and they go, uh, what was the other? Kyle and Thomas are out in the front yard fighting. And I'm like, oh. they come get me. I'm the biggest dude at the party. So they're coming to get me to break it up. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, who's standing there with me, is like six foot three or four and probably 150 pounds. So like he is a bean. Like he is a skinny oh, yeah. fucking dude, like maybe 130 pounds. He's a little dude, but so he's not going to help me much. So we go out there and they're brawling and, uh, the lady who Kyle was dating. So Kyle was dating this lady who was his friend's mom. So she's like 40 and oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. So I'm trying to break him up and she's like yelling, telling me that don't, don't hit him or anything. And I just snapped it. I looked at her and I went, bitch, they're fighting over you. I was like, you're a fucking 40 year old dating a fucking 18 year old. You're fucking creepy. And she goes, he's 20. That was that her response. <laughs> yeah, that was her response. So I just rolled my eyes at her and went back to trying to break it up. And finally, I said, fuck it. Let them fight. Just let them fight it out. So they're, you know, like those cartoons where it's like there's like the, the cloud of dust going around. as they're oh, fighting. Yeah. That's basically what they're doing around the yard. So I turn around, I start going to walk inside, and I hear a boom, crack, turned around to see what it was. They were up against my Explorer. Uh. They had just knocked my side mirror off during their fight. I had been drinking, Jeremy. I flew into a fucking rage. (laughs) Angered up your blood. And I heard Brandy go, oh, no, Dalton. And it didn't matter. Dude, I ran full speed, and I'm glad both of them didn't duck because I'd have punched straight through my fucking side or side window. But I ran full speed, dude. And back then, I was probably 360. Like, I'm a big dude now, but I was a big dude back then. And I ran just through, through a fucking slugger of a punch, dude. 
just all my almost like a Superman punch. And oh. Kyle turned just in time to see at me, and he ducked, and I caught Thomas right in the fucking eye. Boom! Nice. He he falls like a sack of potatoes, just hits the ground. Done. He is out cold. Somebody goes and grabs him. They drag him inside. So Kyle looks at me and he goes, "You tried to hit me, mother!" And before he even got it out punched him right in the fucking mouth <laughs> nice he falls and he falls down and hits the ground and i am just wailing on him and he backs up and i tried to kick him in the face i do not condone kicking i don't condone a lot of things that i did when i was younger let me just go ahead and say uh oh, yeah. i threw a really hard kick towards his face to the point that a year or so later he tells me he goes bro when you tried to kick me he goes i smelled your shoe the rubber of your shoe go right under my nose hmm. he goes you to knock me the fuck out uh but yeah, I tried to kick him, and he dodged it, and I hit him a couple more times, and it was over. So, <laughs> we go back inside. Everybody's at the party. Thomas's eye is swollen fucking shut already, and I feel really bad because he wasn't the person I was going for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> but he's, his eye is swollen shut. He's passed out. People drew dicks on his face. It was one of those types of parties. Yeah. Kyle walks up to me later, and he's wasted, and he looks at me, and he goes, Suitor. No one's ever made me taste my own blood before. <laughs> but I want you to remember this. And he points his finger at me and he goes, I'm always the baddest motherfucker at a party. And I just looked at him and went, yeah, whatever you say, Kyle. <laughs> like, I clearly just beat the absolute dog shit out of you, but whatever you say, bud, it's all good. <laughs> He's like, my name's Kyle. I wear Affliction t-shirts and punch holes and drywall." You know, though, he's not an Affliction t-shirt kind of guy. He's like the no-shirt kind of guy. Uh, I mean, that's that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he always has no shirt on, dude. Like Every time I see he's always looking for a reason to pull his shirt off. And he doesn't have a body to show off. Yeah, he's just skinny. He just, he like, likes- like, has he ever worn a, a hat with the bill facing forward? Was it always backwards? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen him in a hat. Back in high school, he used to wear his hat backwards. Yeah. But but now that he's got long hair, I'm not sure he wears hats anymore. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, same same type of guy, though. We're thinking of the same yeah, style yeah. of dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and what's weird is Kyle is a really good dude when he's not drunk. Oh, yeah. You know, he's one of those guys where it's like when he gets drunk, it's almost like he turns into like Super Kyle or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, because when he's sober, he's he's a good dude. I mean, he's a little strange, but he's a good dude. But, yeah. I'll, just, I'll never forget that. No one's ever made me taste my own blood before. And when he said that in my brain, I went, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, you have something uh, marked here that I'm curious about, the uh, censorship in America. Yeah. So I was going to uh, say that um, everybody who knows me knows I'm all about getting naked. Like, just being naked is great. People being naked is great. Yeah. Boobs are great. Everything. Yeah. Um, but you know, in America, everything is censored as fuck. Like Negan couldn't say fuck on the walking dead because it was on a cable channel. But, and I'll admit this, I was listening to some Nickelback yesterday. Nickelback put out a hit song that played on the radio all the time called follow you home. That was literally a song where he was saying, no matter what this chick does, I'm going to stalk her. Like she can literally try to kill me. I'm still going to sexually stalk her. And this was a hit song that played on the radio all the time. I mean, the song, uh, what's it? Uh, I'll be watching you. The guy that wrote it say, came every, out and every said, breath you take. Yeah. Yeah. This dude literally said, this is a song about stalking somebody. That shit still plays on the radio now. What? 30 years, 40 years later. 
Yeah. But we can't have titties on TV? Like, I, I just don't fucking get it. Why are we so okay with people talking about some of the most heinous shit in the world as long as we don't have to see it? WAP. Yeah. WAP. Wet ass pussy. You can sing yep. about it. Can't show it, though. Can't show it. Know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, it's very strange. I think it's bullshit, personally. This was kind of my, you know what I think's bullshit topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, censorship. I fucking hate it. I 100% support the the free the nipple project not because i want to see titties like that's that's nice but i feel like if we start making it normal now by the time like our kids or our grandkids are grown women's breasts won't be so sexualized it won't be such a thing where like dudes are like oh she's wearing a string bikini oh, i'm gonna pull my dick out and jerk off in public because oh, i can see her side boobs like normalize the shit a little bit Everybody should wear pants in public. I say yeah. that because men and women, because, you know, you got fucking coochie discharge. Everybody has sweaty, swampy asses. You got, you know, dick ball and cheese. ball sweat. Yeah. I don't want to sit down on a bench. Some dude's been or some chick's been sitting on and got their smelly ass sweat. You know, get that shit on my pants or whatever. Everybody needs to wear pants or at least underwear in public. Cover, cover your junk. But I mean, I mean, realistically, Don, you're a heavier guy. You can push your tits together and make them look pretty nice, right? Like there's uh, no real, there's I don't know no real nice, difference yes. in your tits, and there's no real difference in your tits and the tits of say a, a lady of the same stature. No, yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? Like mine, uh, mine just don't have milk breast. in them. Yeah, like Yet. mine. Hope, you know, hopefully I, they stay I, that way. But <laughs> I got some perky, some perky little man boobies that you're working, and if I'm walking around without a shirt on, it's no different. You know, they're hairier, not quite as pleasant to look at, but. Yeah. There's still, you know, a little bit of flesh with a nipple on it. I, I sadly do not have much chest hair at all. I think I have three hairs on my chest total. So, yeah. Oh, I'm I, a hairy, stinky beast. I have nice bare breasts for everyone to look at. And they're milky white because I never exposed them. <laughs> dude, that's something, that's something that's funny, too, dude. I am one of the fucking, for some reason, I'm one of the smelliest fucking people on the planet. Like, dude, I use that uh, Dove men's... Uh, 48 hour protection deodorant yeah dude my fucking shit's cutting through it by the end of the day like that shit ain't covering me for two days straight like i have to shower every day i don't know what it is in my genetics maybe it's my shitty diet i don't know dude i gotta fucking work to not smell bad my uh my buddy dustin he didn't he didn't smell bad but he sweats more than anyone i've ever known in my entire life and oh, i think yeah. he said it's because he's got one kidney so like his body is getting out excess Oh, yeah. you know uh water and stuff through sweat but like dude i'll be sweating and be like man it's fucking hot and i'll look over at dustin and that motherfucker is dripping like somebody just poured yeah. water on him and i'm like damn right. son you all right he's like yeah i'm fine <laughs> i'm like all right i'll just make sure bro you look like you're leaking over there speaking of because i'm sure we both wear plus size t-shirts yeah dude like i like my sleeves to be kind of tight to my arm tight to my under underarm I don't like them being super baggy. You know when you wear like a super baggy t-shirt and you get that fucking sweat drip that like runs from your armpit down your side? It's just, dude, to me, that's like the some of the most disgusting, disturbing shit. You just feel that big old fat drop of sweat just run down your side. And it's yeah. like, god damn, t-shirt, that's why I wear you. You're supposed to be handling this shit for me. I will immediately just push my arm to my side and let my shirt yep, soak like, it yep. up. 
Just rub that shit in. I like a little room in my sleeves only because, like, even though I work out and I have some muscles, uh, my fat on my arms has overtaken the muscles. And if I wear really tight sleeves, it will just squeeze a muffin top on my arm. (laughs) Nice. So until I can get that back under check, uh, now I'll be wearing some loose sleeves. (laughs) But I I totally understand what you're saying, though. I like my sleeves high and tight. Like, I don't want them hanging to my elbow. I want them kind of short. But that's the bad side of wearing, like, I wear 2X shirts because I'm six foot four. Even when I was down to, like, 210, 211 pounds, I could wear an extra large. It fit me width-wise, but it would, when I bought it, it would be right at, like, where my belt is. So then once I wash it, it's fucking short as hell. So, like, if I could get extended length extra large shirts, I'd be fine, but that shit is hard to come by yeah xlxt yeah what you're looking for the oh, extra yeah. tall dude yeah. i cannot tell you how many shirts that i own that i love them but if i raise my arms i'm showing everybody yeah. my belly button and i'm like god damn it yep and it sucks you get a shirt you love and it fits perfect that first time you wear it and then you wash it and the next time you put it on it's tighter it's shorter yeah. it's like dude like i hate fucking washing my shirts because i know they're not going to fit well yeah, I, I know I know how that goes. But if you don't wash it, then eventually, like your neck, the the neck hole gets all yep. stretched out, and you get you have neck like a, stretch. <laughs> like a little sweat. If it's stain a lighter, it. I'll say yeah. If it's a lighter color shirt, it starts getting all dingy looking and yellow. Yeah, yeah dude, so I could not wear white shirts as like a teenager. I guess puberty mixed with whatever weird shit's going on with my body. If I wore a white shirt, that motherfucker was turning yellow within like three or four times of wearing it. I don't know <laughs> what it was, but that motherfucker would not stay white. I uh, I don't know. what I have a brown shirt that I've had since I was in high school. I might have actually finally gotten rid of it. But like under the armpit area of the shirt oh, yeah. was like stiff. It's, and uh, I don't it's know your, what. It was like deodorant. deodorant. Caked yeah. on it over years. Yep. But because, it was like, what the fuck? I can tell you, because when I worked in the plant, uh, chafing is bad when it's fucking like 120 degrees. You chafe like a bitch. And I got, you know, I got nice, thick, meaty thighs. Uh, I know all about that, all. son. <laughs> so, uh, Gold Bond, that shit's a joke when it's that hot. That shit doesn't last. So I would take actual gel deodorant and rub it on my thighs because it stays there throughout like an eight-hour workday. But like all my, I had to quote work underwear because that motherfucker's shit would get crusty as hell in the crotch where all that deodorant was just soaking into the fabric. Yeah. And like you said, it just gets stiff as a fucking board. It's like, yeah, I'd have work underwear and like nice going out underwear. And, and the amazing thing was like, you could wash that motherfucker and it did not and matter. Coming out. Nope. That'll be the cleanest shirt in the world. And you look at the armpits and they look awful and you're like, God damn, I just washed yep. you. And it's really, you smell it bounty clean you know what i'm saying (laughs) no dude crusty pits (laughs) and yeah it's the it's the deodorant okay well real quick i want to loop back to censorship before we uh do our music recommendation and then move on to community questions all right i also think that like and i know we've talked about this before but i'm going to reiterate people shouldn't take comedy so seriously oh 100 percent. like we have a we have a friend who is very uh against some of the jokes that me and you make and sometimes i just want to be like listen just chill just chill it's all good i'm not actually gonna go fuck a corpse i'm just making a joke about fucking a corpse you know what i'm saying like yeah. i'm i'm not actually gonna go crack a cold one open it's it it's all good just it's like i joke <laughs> i joke about fucking a corpse because i'm dead inside <laughs> and it's like yeah it's like it's like uh i think i've heard 
Jim Jeffries and I've heard like Dave Chappelle and all these guys. It's like just because you joke about it doesn't mean that's what you believe. Hell, even Eminem. Exactly. When Eminem's like, just because I write it doesn't mean I believe in it. It's just something yep. I either thought was funny or it fits the narrative I'm trying to weave at the yep. moment. Like, trust me, these rappers out here making millions of dollars, they're not out here killing people. They're saying they are. They're not. Like, it's not happening because yeah. they have a lot to lose. Now, like you said, Jacksonville indie rappers are probably out here killing people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, these guys that are making millions of dollars, they have too much to lose to go out and just kill people for fun. Now, a rapper who's got millions of dollars who used to have connections might be able to make a phone call that makes a phone call that makes a phone call that has somebody killed. Oh, yeah. But they're not doing it themselves. Yeah, 100%. No. They're not doing, and they're probably not even making that phone call because, like I said, it could get traced back to them. And most of these guys do. That's why celebrity roasting should exist because these motherfuckers don't care what people have to say about them. Like, you know, if, they, if you disrespect them, they may say something, but they're not going to go out and actually kill you because you disrespected them because then they're going to jail and their whole lucrative life is thrown in the garbage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would like to say that got left in the 90s. But uh, yeah. like like you said, there are some uh, lesser known rappers these days. Especially like I was, like I brought up in Jacksonville, oh, you know, yeah. like they they still out there doing that shit. Uh, you know, Chicago, I think, is another place that that kind of stuff happens, and it's just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it it still happens. But yeah, the guys that are you know like Drake, if Drake ever talks about killing somebody, that motherfucker ain't killing nobody. He's just telling Drake a story. Ain't killing nobody. You know what I mean? That's like when Slim Jesus came out. Everybody joked around oh, yeah. about Slim Jesus and everything, and he was on record. He was like, "Dude, I'm just telling stories. Like, I'm just a kid telling stories. Like, I'm not out here actually yep. killing people. No, I'm like going to school and getting grades and st- shit. You know what I'm saying? He's like, but I'm just I like yep. to make music. So, yep. So I mean, where's the harm in that? You know what I'm saying? Like, where's yep. the harm in storytelling? That's that's my whole thing. There, like you're fact, you you rapped about being Vince McMahon, and you're not out here being Vince McMahon. Yeah. I'm not stacking paper, but like that shit, that hook was catchy when I wrote it, so I stuck with it. You know what I mean? Dude, I brought that up. Speaking of that song, I brought that up to Steph. I I had shown it to Steph in one of the chats, and she was like, you're going to have to explain this to me one day because I don't get wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, I can do that. So I went through and counted all the references I had made, and there are like 60 wrestling references, and I'm like, oh, that I'm going to have to really explain a lot of shit to her when she finally sits down and listens to the <laughs> okay, so when I say Cactus Jack, Dude Love, and Mankind, so they're all the same person, right? Even though I'm using them in different contexts, they're the same. <laughs> yep. Oh, How cool was that? That one uh, Royal Rumble though, where he came out as each character. Oh, tremendous! Tremendous. That shit was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I also like when he was uh, he was feuding with Triple H, and he uh, was on the Titantron as Dude Love. And then yeah. he, he brought in Mankind and Dude Love was sitting there talking to Mankind and they were like, no, we're not going to fight Triple H, but we know somebody who's going to. And then Cactus Jack <laughs> comes out. You know what I'm saying? It was just it was yeah. beautiful. I was oh, like, yeah. that's so good. So good. Oh, as, as beautiful as the Rock and Sock connection. Yes, bitch. This is your life. Tremendous. I thought about that last night while I was watching uh, RK Bro defend their tag team titles. I was like, man, this is just like this generation's Rock and Sock. Dude. I, uh, our, our buddy Cody who listens, shout out if you're listening, Cody, I always call him Matt Riddle cause he's got the long hair like Matt Riddle. <laughs> he looks a lot like Matt Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, bro. <laughs> All right. We got our, we got our obligatory wrestling talk out. Yeah. Oh, r- real quick though, before we move on, I just yeah. want to ask, are you enjoying 2k 22? 
we could talk about it more next week because um, I know we're short on time this week. But yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I have some uh, gripes about the the last gen version over the next gen version, but we can get into that more in depth next week. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, I forgot how fun it was to just whoop people's asses in wrestling games. Cause like, yeah. yeah, like wrestling more or less is it's stay. I'm not going to say it's fake. It is definitely staged. Oh yeah. Absolutely. The shit does. The shit does really hurt. I a hundred percent agree with that. But like, dude, the shit you pull in wrestling video games, like you would <laughs> fucking kill somebody if you tried to do the shit you do in wrestling video games. Yeah. Uh, for, for quick example, uh, I was in a match it was a ladder match. I think it was, uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. And I had, uh, one of them up on uh, one. I don't remember which one I was playing, but there was a superplex that happened off the top of a ladder. But because where we were positioned, we went off the ladder out of the ring and crashed onto the floor. And I was like, oh, dude, both yep. those guys would be not getting up because like, <laughs> yep. yep. you hit the floor. There's about an inch of padding to concrete. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's going to fucking that hurt. And I do believe that I, uh, I crawled up and whoever I had suplexed just laid there and I crawled up and got the belt and they never moved. So I was like, Oh, I hope they didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. Dude, it's like, uh, I don't know if I sent you the video. I know we talked about it. Spike Dudley. I was watching an interview he did where, uh, I think it was the undertaker. He yeah. was fighting and the undertaker choke slammed him over the top rope out onto the floor. And Spike was like, dude, I had to convince him to do that because he was like, dude, I want to do that. You're going to get hurt. And he was like, no, no, I can handle it. I can handle it. So they even, like, Undertaker even made him bring out, like, a crash pad so they could practice it a few times. So Undertaker yeah. was like, I don't know if I can get you up over the rope and far enough out where you hit the hit the floor without hitting the ring apron yeah, or hitting safely. the barricade yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, like, Spike was like, I mean, it knocked the wind out of me. He's like, but that's it. I got up. We finished the match. But I'm like, dude, that's a good what? You've got the Undertaker has you all the way up over top ropes about – almost six feet i was gonna say so, i know uh when you're standing next to the ring like the ring comes up like under my titties and then the ropes yeah, the themselves are about, another five feet so the rings are about four feet so it's probably like i'll say 10 to 12 feet conservatively you're in the air falling to a gym mat on some concrete landing like flat that, on your back yeah Ugh. like Ugh. that's fucking oh dude and they show the uh they show the suplex that broke big e's neck Oh, that brutal. was difficult to watch. That was yeah. difficult to watch. That was a what's the word I'm trying to think of? A botch. Yes, that was a very botched suplex, and it shows that this shit is very real and very dangerous because that could have killed him. And yeah. luckily, it, he didn't get paralyzed or anything. So yeah, that'd have been fucking awful, dude. Because oh, Big, yeah. Biggie's the man. But uh, yeah, we could we could talk about more about that next week. Um, yeah, not to bog down because uh, like I said, we, I know we're running short on time. We may even try to do an extra episode of just wrestling. Yeah, that'd be cool because I know uh, I still need to watch night two of WrestleMania so we could talk about that. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll discuss that later this week. Um, what is your song recommendation of the week, sir? My song recommendation this week is Nobody Speak by DJ Shadow and Run the Jewels. I That's fucking love song. this song. I want to say the first time I heard it was on uh, the Ozarks. Um yeah dude but any song the beat is catchy as hell and the first lyric is literally picture this i'm a bag of dicks put me to your lips like and he talks about 
uh, what do you say? Punch a baby bear in his dick. No, he go. He, he says. Uh, he says. Picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. I am this. I will punch a baby bear in his shit. And it's just <laughs> like the opening line to that song is just fucking amazing. Like I said, the beat to it is amazing. It's it's great gym music. It's great like hype up music. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I will, overall, just got. I will definitely uh, put the music video in the show notes because the music video is worth watching. Oh yeah. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. So what about you? Uh, mine's a little different vibe. Um, mine is a band called Twin Tribes, and yeah. the song is called Shadows. Um, if you've ever heard stuff like The Cure and, and things like oh, that, yeah. it's it's very much like goth rock, and uh, it's good shit, dude. I really like it. I discovered them this year, so like this is oh, a relatively nice. new band to me. Um, but I, I really enjoy them. They're good stuff. So Twin Tribes, Shadows, and give the name of yours one more time, too. It's uh, put me on the spot. Nobody speak, I think, but yeah, nobody speak by DJ Shadow and Run the Jewels. Hell yeah! So check those out, man. Get with us. Let us know what you think of them. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, so let's we got go. some community questions. Yeah. Um, so the first one's from Courtney. Said, uh, "What video game noises give you anxiety?" Well, first and foremost, Courtney, shout out, boo, love to you. Um, video game noises give me anxiety. I, the first one that jumps to my mind is the uh, how in Sonic when you're underwater and the music just starts speeding oh, up yeah. when you're running out of breath. Oh yeah, kills Any me. Dude. Underwater timed shit. Yeah, it just uh, it's anxiety inducing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are some other n- noises? Oh, uh, one that gives me anxiety from Fable. It's like, Your health is low. Do you have any potions oh, yeah. or food? And then ten, two minutes later. Your health is hero. Your health is low. Do you have any potions or food? Jesus Christ! Oh yeah. There's so I've got a couple that I thought of too. Go ahead. Um, the shield, the shield alarm from Halo, because like you said, it's kind of that hang where like, oh shit, I'm about to get really hurt. I need to go fucking hide beep, beep, and let beep, the shield beep. regenerate. And then uh, the fucking hearing the witch cry from Left for Dead. Did you oh ever play God. that game? Dude, I have a funny story with that, but go ahead. Go ahead. I'll tell my story in like, a second. Like, dude, hearing that witch cry, I'd be playing that game in the middle of the night, hear her start crying and be like, I don't want to play this anymore. Like, I don't <laughs> want to walk around because I'm going to run into this bitch. And anybody who didn't play it, the witch was a, one of the, what, four big bad guys in the game? Yeah, pretty much. I think much. it was four. So it was just some chick. She looked really fucked up. And she'd just be sitting in a corner crying and, like, kind of hidden where if you walked up on her if you like she saw you or i think if she heard you she would latch on to you she wouldn't attack anyone else she would just go after you and the other people basically had to kill her before she killed you and that shit like it was so fast paced and just like a it was a jump scare yeah because all of a sudden she's just there she's in your face jumping on you swiping at you and all this shit oh man hearing that cry would just make me be like oh i don't want to play this shit anymore i'm just i'm turning this off so the first time I ever, and this only ever happened to this one time, and it was the first time I ever played Left 4 Dead, uh, my buddy Dolan was talking me through it, and he goes, all right, now do you hear that? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, all right, that's the witch. You need to be careful for her. If, when you hear her crying, because she's going to get you if you try to walk by her and everything. As he's explaining this to me, I'm just running forward, and I run into this room, and I turn to the right, and there's this girl sitting there. And she goes to get up, and I just pulled the trigger on my shotgun and shot her in the head, and she died. Like nice. like that. And 
Dolan, we called him Moose. He went, holy shit, how did you do that? <laughs> I've never seen that done. But he started freaking out and everything. And it never happened nice. again. It was yep. pure beginner's luck. <laughs> yep. And she will fuck you up. Royally. Royally. Uh, let's see. The, uh, the next question that we had was from our buddy Adam. And uh, he wanted to know, is American school really like it's portrayed in the media, i.e. lockers, lunchroom, metal detectors? And uh, also, why is the education split into three stages, if you want to call them that? Uh, and why is college such a big deal? And can you enter it in your 20s as opposed to right after high school? So we can cover this in pieces. So, yeah, I would say for the first question, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we had locker rooms and lunches. It wasn't really like they show on TV. Like you weren't just spending a bunch of time hanging out in the hallways. Like we did. We hung out in between class for like three or four minutes, talked to our friends and stuff. I never used my locker because my school was kind of sparsed out. Yeah, same here. To the point where, like, if you left your book in your locker, you were literally running across the school to get your book out of your locker and come back. So I just always carried a backpack, and I don't even really remember keeping shit in my locker back then. I um, uh, I weighed my backpack one time because I did the same thing, and my backpack weighed 76 pounds. So oh, like, yeah. I wonder why I have back issues now, and it's because yeah, I had dude, to carry around all that shit at school. <laughs> I ended up going to the chiropractor in high school because, like, my shoulder would always be hurting me. Because I always carried my book pack on one shoulder because that's what the cool kids did. Yeah. You had to be the cool kid. Uh, we didn't have metal detectors. That was that kind of – that's more of a inner city sort of thing. Like, yeah. if it's a big school in a big city with a lot of kids, they're starting to add them now. Because, like, when I was a kid, there wasn't really – as many school shootings and stuff either like columbine happened when i was also i was like middle school or early high school when that happened that was like the first big real big school shooting yeah that was a national thing um but yeah like i lived in the country you know kids would have fucking shotguns in their pickup trucks in the parking lot but like yeah we didn't have metal detectors um i don't know if you had them where you were growing up no, we didn't. We didn't have metal detectors. Like where I where I grew up, it wouldn't surprise me if kids had gun racks in the back of their trucks. Exactly. Like you know we had mean? kids with gun racks, yeah. And it would be basically the preach. The principal would be like, "Hey, you can't bring that in your truck to school. You need to leave it at home." It wasn't a thing where like, "Oh, Jack's got a gun in his truck. Let's call the SWAT team." It'd be like, "No, you need to leave that at home. Don't bring that when you come to school." Yeah, and we. Uh, I mean, we had drills and stuff. But like oh, yeah. our my school, like I mentioned earlier, like my high school was like seventy five percent portables. So you had the yeah. science wing, the blue wing, and the freshman wing, I think it was called. And then everything else was fucking portables. Um and then you had like the lunchroom and stuff. But like so my school we don't have a middle school here. We yeah. like I know most places have elementary school, middle school, high school. We have elementary school, high school. You go to elementary that's, from kindergarten to sixth grade, and you go to high school from seventh grade to twelfth grade. And that's what they're kind of implementing now, it seems like. But I think the way they're doing it here, because like when I went, it was first through or kindergarten through sixth grade was elementary school, seventh and eighth was middle school, and ninth through twelfth was high school. Yeah. Now I think what a lot of the schools are doing is it's like K through eight is what like what Adam would probably call primary school. Like we call elementary school here. So yeah, 
kindergarten through eighth grade is one school and then ninth grade through 12th grade is high school. They, like when I went, I went to middle school. I think now they're implementing the two school system versus the three school. Um, I know in other countries, a lot of them just do K through 12 in the same school. I kind of like the idea of breaking it up because like once you hit ninth grade, you're what, 14, 15 years old. Like, like you're that. starting to want to have sex and stuff. And I I know American kids, at least. I don't want some fucking horny-ass 16-year-old in the same school as my, like, 6th grade, 7th grade daughter. You yeah. know, because... So I'm, I'm absolutely cool with high school being separate. But yeah, I think up to 8th grade is kind of cool. 7th and 8th grade middle school was a weird transition time when I was growing up because... Man, there were so many fights, so many bomb threats, like kids trying to figure out who they are and where they their place in the world. Man, like it was middle school was wild. That was my high school experience was uh, like so many fights. It got to the point where I would get suspended for breaking up fights just because I was near them. But like the la- one of the last times I got suspended, this dude, I watched him slap this girl in the face and she like, he like hit her in the face and then like pushed her down to the ground. Yeah. And I'll never forget my buddy Keith being like, Dalton, I turned to look at you and say, damn, wasn't that crazy? And he goes, and I just saw your books hit the ground. And he goes, and I turned back and you were punching that dude in the mouth. I was like, goddamn right. Huh. And the school had just built this brand new fence around the, the parking lot. I mean, brand new, uh, like uh, aluminum, brown, looked really nice. I speared this kid into this fence and fucking broke it. Like <laughs> I speared him and it just fucking bent and I just started punching him and I fucking need him and shit. Like it was, I kicked his ass for hitting that girl, but like, I'll never forget breaking that fence and the school just oh, being yeah. like, well, they took it down the whole fence. They took the whole fence down like two weeks later. <laughs> Dude, I, I got in a lot of fights in elementary school. Well, not a lot, but I got in most of my fights in elementary school. Like by the time I hit eighth grade, I was six foot tall and 200 pounds so i was bigger than everybody yeah so i never really got challenged much through i mean in high school i was six two six three six four throughout my high school career so i never really got challenged a lot i i would get challenged just because the crew of people i hung out with but a lot of times it was me defending people that were smaller yeah and uh i get the teachers didn't care about that like i was beating up bullies like you know what i'm saying but like on this hand bro these two knuckles are gone like there's oh, yeah. there's like nothing left in these two my uh my ring finger and my pinky finger knuckles like i can make them but compared oh, yeah. to the knuckles on this hand they're like barely there you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just yeah. from it's from faces and yeah. uh but one thing i wanted to touch on too that steph had commented under this comment on facebook was that this is going to differ for different areas of the united states like oh, i yeah. believe me oh, and you yeah. are both in the south to yep. where like a lot of schools like more up north like they don't have portables at all like the whole school is like inside buildings because it's cold as shit (laughs) well that and a lot of those areas a lot of the public schools at least are old institutional buildings that have been there for hundreds of years yeah fair and so like yeah down here my high school we didn't have portables really because it was the new high school that got built when the town got a lot bigger so we had that, what's the new, like, uh, I want to call it hand configuration or something where it's like the principal's office and cafeteria and all, and gym would be the palm, and then they were like hallways shooting out like fingers. Yeah. And different classes, rooms were down those hallways. Uh, it was a pretty standard, like, 90s and 2000s uh, 
school configuration because I one year I worked for a carpet cleaning company. We went through the schools and cleaned carpets during the summer. And yeah, a lot of the a lot of the new schools were identical. Yeah, so like, kind of had like a we really had here? like a cookie cutter. Yeah, had like a cookie cutter schematic they used to build these schools. Um, uh, and he also like the the last question he had was is college such a, why is college such a big deal and can you enter it after high school or I mean in your twenties like long after high school? Um, so quickly, yes, you can go to college whenever you want. Yeah, if you can fucking afford it. If you can afford it, and I will add a caveat to that, that like if you wait till you're 25, you're not going to get into your more prestigious schools, your Harvard, your all that stuff. You know, a lot of those big schools you hear about on TV and stuff, they want you fresh out of high school. They don't want to take older people usually. Like you said, you will get in sometimes, but it's going to be expensive as fuck. You're not really going to get student loans and stuff. It's stupid as fuck to take out student loans anyways because they're predatory as hell. Yeah, I, I um, can use a, a personal example for Adam actually with this. So I was going to community college, not even full-fledged college. I was going to community college and I was taking a math class and uh, my dad started really having some issues with his lungs to the point that like I thought he was going to die. So I was more focused on him. So I ended up failing that class. Well, then I went back. Uh, I'm sorry. The first time I failed, it was just because it was, I'm not good at algebra. So like I didn't do great. Right. So I took it again and the stuff with my dad happened. So I ended up just not going and you know worried about him. Okay. When I went back and this class cost me about two to $300 each time I tried to take it. Right. To go back the third time right now, like if I wanted to go back to school, I would have to take this math class. Yep. I would have to, even though my degree that I want has nothing to do with math. I have to pay out of state fees because I'm taking it a third time which last time I checked and this was about 10 years ago it was $1,500 to take this one class $1,500 for one class and that is out of state price and that's before the world went to shit I'm sure now it would cost me $1,752,000 to take that class oh yeah I'll apologize. Uh, there's a fucking train track behind my store where I'm recording. I don't know if you can hear the train going by or not, but I can't hear it. But I might. It might pick up on the audio. <laughs> it might be on the audio. So I'll apologize for the train. You know, industry doing its thing. But, but yeah, as, as far as just to wrap that up, Adam, uh, college you can go whenever you want. It's easier to go after high school, and you either need to have been a straight A student in high school, so you have a fucking free ride scholarship to college or you better have some rich parents or be an athlete or be an athlete dude if you're a bomb ass athlete you can go wherever you want for absolutely free they'll buy you a car they'll feed you steak every night whatever yeah at my high school if you didn't play sports they didn't give a fuck about you and i did not play sports and they were mad about it they wanted me to be a fucking offensive lineman so goddamn bad and i'm like no dude i want to be a linebacker i can sprint no we want you to be i'm like all right well then i'm not playing and yep. they, they would just get mad. And I'm like, why? Why am I going to do what you want me to do when, yep. like, I am the one developing things here? Like, you should let me do what I want to do in school and learn. Uh, uh, let's not get into that. We don't have enough time this week. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I had that same issue in middle school because I wanted to try out for tight end. and the co- But I was six foot, 200 pounds. And the coach was like, no, we're going to put you on the line. I'm like, I want to try out for tight end. Like, I mean, I get if you don't put me there. 
But like, at least let me fucking try because you don't know what I can do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you said, they kind of that's what sucked about high, uh, school level sports is they kind of shoehorn you in where they think you'll fit. So uh, one last one last thing oh. I want to say about American public schools before we move off of it. American public schools are not here to teach you things. American public schools have been so warped to they want you to become a subservient good worker who follows the rules without questioning them and is not late. Like if you, if a school fails a student because they genuinely aren't trying that school loses funding. So I feel like if you have a bunch of students failing, that school probably needs more money to help those students succeed. So, but uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and finish your thought. I said, that's not how it works here. They push students through, um, Actually, the community college I went to, I was taking electrical classes for my internship at the plant. The guy told us, he's like, my class is a pass-fail. He's like, I actually got in trouble with the board of the college because they said, oh, well, you need to have X amount of students with A's, X amount with B's, X amount with C's, D's, and F's. He's like, I don't work that way. He's like, because these classes are teaching you how to deal with, you know, up to 600 volts of electricity. He's like, if I... If I give a student a B, that means they might go a year before they electrocute themselves and die. If I give them a C, they might go six months before they electrocute themselves and die. He's like, I want either you know what you're doing and you're not going to kill yourself or you're going to fail my class. And he actually he finally got his point across to him. But they were like, that's how the American system works. It's like you you need the right metrics. It doesn't matter if your students know shit at all. But, you know, if you got a bunch of F students, you need to give some of those students D's and C's and pass them so that the metrics look good so that they can keep their funding or they can get more funding. Like I said, they want to teach you how to be subservient. They don't want you to be late for school or you get in trouble because they want you to learn how to be on time for that job you got to get. Like yes, That's sir. why art, a lot of art and music classes have been cut from the budget and stuff like that. They don't. They don't want you to learn stuff. They want you to memorize stuff and learn how to be on time, not ask a lot of questions. Like, dude, I have a major beef with the American education system. When uh, One time I went to my, my weed man's house, and one of the teachers that I used to have was there, nice. which was just funny to me. So we sat down, we're having a conversation, and she started to tell me that you know, when I went to school, Every, like school funding was based on the FCAT scores, which FCAT was just the standardized testing, right? And she said, now it's based on graduation rate. Yeah. So they have been letting kids graduate who should not be graduating just so they can get money and it looks good on them. And yeah, that's just fucked up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. We got, oh, we got some time. So Kana wants to know, best music to fuck to? I have some right off the bat. So go ahead if you got any. I'll say I don't, I don't have songs in general. I would say a lot of the new uh, the new rap music has a pretty good flow to it. I'm the type, I don't put on music. I want to hear those sloppy-ass noises and moans and groans <laughs> and all that stuff. So I, I'm, I'm in there, you know, making my own music. But yeah, um, I'd say probably, yeah, most modern rap stuff, pretty decent. I got three answers for this. You put these three things together into a playlist, nuts will be busted. Number one, Typo Negative's album, October Rust. That album is pure sex from beginning to end. There is a song where he literally says, I'll do anything to make you come on that album. So, like, 
there's and and then they have the song on that album called Wolf Moon, which is about eating your girl's pussy while she's on her period to make her feel better. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's about lycanthropy and drinking blood and things like that. Yeah, it's it's a wild song. So, uh, typo negatives October Rust. Second album to put on that playlist is Zero Mancer. Pretty much anything by them, but I'll recommend uh, their first two albums. Uh, I believe the first album is called Something for the Pain, and the second album is called uh, Euro Trash. Um, if that first album's name is wrong, if you search something for the pain, that album cover will come up. It's like a bust, bustier. You'll see. You'll see um, those, and then wrap it up with the Queen of the Damned soundtrack. Oh yeah, that movie has a great. I don't say what you want about the movie. The soundtrack for that movie is fucking perfect, and it is just. I'm telling you, you put those four albums in a playlist, and you will have busted six nuts by the end of it, and it'll be fantastic. I promise you. I was gonna say Dalton's talking about four albums. I'm I'm worried about making it through four songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to have like this whole thing where it was like I would put on the Queen of the Damned album and then I would go down on my girlfriend for the first half of it. And that way she was nice and satisfied oh, yeah. and then I could just have fun the rest of the album. And I'm just like if you put all four of them in a playlist, you know what I'm saying, you might not get to the whole thing in one go. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it, it that combination, those are good albums to uh to fuck to for sure. This next one, I'm curious that about. That makes me. Oh, go ahead. Uh, that makes me think. That makes me think of something funny. You ever be uh, getting ready to self service? You're flipping through porn. You're like, oh, that looks interesting. Oh, that's 45 minutes long. I, I'm not going to be here that long. I gotta find <laughs> something in the in the four to five minute range. No, I, I'm actually the opposite of that. Like, I pick the longer videos and then I skip through them and see. Like, I'm like, all right, True. so there's the blowjob. There's the blowjob. There's the blowjob. All right, butt sex. Here we go. <laughs> but uh yeah so the next question uh is from jeff and this one's for you so i'll ask it what top gear slash grand tour adventure would you love to recreate with clarkson and dalton here's my problem with that i don't know that i would want to recreate any of them just because that shit looks miserable <laughs> but i would say like some of the best ones to me are like the madagascar episode it was really good um the one they did recently in uh, Scotland would be cool. Uh, they're basically driving across Scotland to uh, in like big American cars, and yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, I like the old seventies I mean, American vroom, cars, like those. Oh ones. yeah, uh, these were like the big the big land yachts, like the Lincolns and stuff like that. Oh like, hell trying yeah! To, trying to drive shit like that in Europe, where roads are not designed for giant cars like that, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, they did one in America. I think they were in Detroit or LA or something, and they all had uh, like Lamborghinis and stuff like that. That'd be kind of cool, just driving around American cars. I'll never be able to afford. Hell yeah! Um, oh, they did one. It'd probably be my answer. What was it? Was it like Spain or Italy or somewhere? And they were in the supercars, like million dollar supercars. They went to an abandoned town. Like they had built this whole town and then just abandoned it. The town had an airport with a runway, and they literally took the cars and dra like drag race them down the runway. Dude, there's so much dust and dirt on the runway where it just been sitting there for years. It actually like sandblasted the front of these cars. Like took paint off the front of the cars. Jesus it was Christ! Fucking crazy. Yeah. So that'd probably be my answer: is go somewhere cool like Spain and just drive around in really fucking expensive cars. Yeah, dude. And I, I just want to—I just want to tell you right now: if me and you ever go somewhere and we're driving around somewhere like Spain, I'm going to be calling you probably every ten minutes. Like, yo, can we pull over so we can admire this? 
this, this oh, beautiful yeah. view. Um, so let's see. Let's try to bust through these other ones real quick. Uh, Jeff wanted to know best teacher you ever had. I had two uh, that I can answer for this. Yeah, I had two. I had a English teacher in high school named Randall Spain, and he was the type of teacher that he wasn't going to let you just lurk through his class and get a D. Like he was going to push you and make you work. But dude, he told I would hang out in his class after class, and uh, he would tell some of the most fascinating stories where he had traveled around the world doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, so he was influential to me, and uh, I had a science teacher, and I feel bad because I can't remember his name. I want to say it was Mr. Posluzny, but there were two two uh, science teachers in my school who both had like Polish kind of last names that both began with P, and I can't remember which is which. But he he would push me to do better, and. Uh, Cause I was the type of kid, I was lazy. I didn't want to do shit in school. I just wanted to do the bare minimum to get by. If I had it to do again, I would definitely try a lot harder. I'd have a lot more successful, easy career now. But <laughs> yeah. I would say those two, cause I, they really pushed me to do better. Hell yeah. Um, now that I think about it, I, I have two with a caveat of a third that I'll run through quickly. But so my first one was Miss Sands. Um, she was my teacher from third grade to sixth grade for the gifted studies, like the smart people class. Oh, yeah. um, she was super fucking cool. I hope that lady is loving retirement. You know what I mean? Like she was a really, really nice lady. Um, I'm assuming she's not the Miss Sands I saw in a My First Sex Teacher porno. I, God, I would hope not. <laughs> because she was a very sweet lady, but I would not want to see her get fucked. Um. The, the second one was a teacher I had in high school. His name was Mr. Ely, uh, Matt Ely. I wish I could find this motherfucker on social media so I could thank him. So we he was a metalhead, and he ran Guitar Club, right? Oh. And I'll never forget one day I'm walking into school. I had a Slipknot shirt on, and he doesn't even look me in the eye. As I walk past him into the room, he just goes, Stone Sour's better. <laughs> nice. And I just went, you motherfucker. I didn't call him that, but you know what I mean? I was like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. and it, it, Like, because you're an adult. You don't know what you're talking about with music. And then we went on a field trip one time, and me and him argued over uh, Disturbed. I said that their second album was the best album they did. And he's like, every song on that album sounds the same. The first album's way better. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so we're arguing. And uh, on the way home, on the, on the bus, on the way back, he has me come up and sit by him, and he just hands me his iPod. Nice. And he just starts showing me songs. He showed me Dream Theater that day. He showed me Black Label Society. He showed me Pantera. Like, this nice. motherfucker introduced me to metal, metal. You know what I mean? Like, I knew Corn, I knew oh, Disturbed, yeah. but he showed me metal, metal. And yep. I wish I could thank him for that because I still, to this day, my guitar style is influenced by Black Label Society. Like, oh, Zach yeah. Wilde's the man. You know what I mean? And the, the third teacher, really quick, I only bring him up because in retrospect, I think he was a great teacher. I fucking hated him at the time. Oh, yeah. His name was Mr. Boger. And Mr. Boger was the type of dude that he had a soul patch and he would shave it slightly to the left. So it uh-huh. bothered everyone who looked at him. Right. But he knew it bugged us. So he just kept it up. Me and him did not get along. Uh, I'll go into details about him maybe next week. I'll have it. I'll try to remember to have you mark a note because I know we're getting short on time here. Um, he at the at, at the end of everything like he was a fucking good teacher and i learned he was an english teacher and i learned a lot about literature from him like oh, a yeah. lot but 
dude, me and him butted heads like a motherfucker. But like at the end of it all, because I had him for two years, I res- we respected one another. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Like it got to the point where he knew I didn't care about what the other kids and stuff were doing. So when I would go into his class, he gave me a book and he would told me to read a few chapters of the book and write him a summary of that. And he would give me credit for the day. And that was so much better than me trying to just put up with all the other kids who didn't give a shit about what was going on in class. You know, but yeah. Yep. All right. Um, these two will lump together. So Adam asked, what were some video game secrets you knew as a kid and how did you, how do you think you found out about them? And Jeff wanted to know a video game cheat code that you still remember by heart. So the video game cheat code I still remember was uh, the pepperoni pizza cheat code from Age of Empires. Like when you put in uh, to get what? like a thousand food, I think you would open the chat bar or whatever, the command bar, type oh, in pepperoni pizza, and it would give you a thousand units of food. Okay, can't remember the rest of because there was like one for each thing for like wood, metal, stone, food, but that's the only one I remember is pepperoni pizza. How I figured that out? Probably just fucking around online or talking to friends of mine, <laughs> and uh, just. Yeah, that's basically when I was a kid, you figured shit out from gaming magazines or hearsay at school. Yes, sir. Uh, The cheat codes I can remember, The Sims, open up the console, type in Rosebud, give you $1,000. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Um, And I remember R1, R2, L1, R2, spin the D-pad twice in a counterclockwise motion, and that is the money cheat from Grand Theft Auto games. I'm not sorry, not money, not money, uh, the gun cheat. Um, yeah. And if you wanted to do the second tier of guns, it was R1, R2, L1, R2, left, down, right, up, left, down, down, left. And yeah. then if you wanted to do the third tier, it was the same button combination, but you ended with left, down, down, down. And it would give you the tier three of the guns. Yeah. Those are burned into my fucking brain, son. Right. Um, and as far as secrets, uh, I remember playing Oblivion on PS3. It might have been Xbox at the time. One of the two. And I was swimming around, I believe it's Anvil. I was swimming around in the water. And right. I just, I found a helmet in the bottom of the water, just laying there. It was cool. It was an elvish, uh, not elvish, it was a glass helmet. So it was that green shine. And it was called Fin Gleam. Okay. And this helmet gives you dark vision, so you can see underwater, and it gives you breathing underwater. And I just randomly found that. And every time I play Oblivion now, I go straight there and pick that helmet up first. Because nice. that comes in handy when you're trying to do stuff underwater. So that's a secret that I kind of just stumbled upon. Because it's there's no quest to find this helmet. This is literally just a fucking helmet that's out in the water. Oh, yeah. And I just stumbled upon it. And yeah, it's just, you know. So, I, what I stumbled upon was uh, Streets of Rage. I think it was three. You could play as the boxing kangaroo. I don't what? even remember how to do it now. But I remember doing it as a kid. That's awesome. And like, Yeah. I wonder if that's why they ended up adding the boxing kangaroo to Tekken. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, I swear you could play with them as a kid. I don't know how to do it now, but I did it as a kid. I remember vividly. Yeah, and that's like when I was a kid, I had, uh, t- I think it was Tomb Raider 2. I knew where all the little hidden secrets and stuff were at because I'd played that game oh, yeah. so much. These days, dude, I'd, be, I'd be lucky if I went back and played that and found one. Oh, yep. You know, but I used to know where all that shit was at because that was just all I had in my brain was video games in school. Yep. <laughs> well, dude, that uh, I think that's about that about wraps it up for this week, my brother. Yep, I think so. Um, would, would you like to do the plugs? You want me to do them? How do you want to? Yeah, I'll grab them. Uh, if you want to send us an email, ask an anonymous question. 
It's yet another BS pod at gmail.com. If you're not part of the Facebook group, you can join us and have random shenanigan fun in there at uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash yet another BS podcast. We are also on Twitter at yabspod, yabspod at YBSPOD. I am on Twitter at just call me Jezza and Dalton is on Twitter at super nerd Dalton. Dalton has also put together a nice little website for the show where you can go find past uh, episodes, see the show notes, all of that at yabspod.wordpress.com. Uh, do you have anything you wanted to plug? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I do another podcast that's a bi-weekly uh, PC gaming show called the Steam Machine Podcast where me, Nate, and Willie uh, are trying to chip away at my massive PC backlog that just seems to get bigger and bigger every fucking week. Um, and I also have taken over uh, a show that my buddy was doing for a long time called the JRPG Report, which is a weekly uh, JRPG news show. Um, that show is completely family friendly, uh, no curse words, no nothing on it. So like you're safe to listen to that around your kids if you want to. Um, if you're a JRPG fan, I would love everyone to come check that out. Uh, I've gotten, you know, I did my first episode of it and I've gotten good reception. Um, you know, I, I personally don't hear my voice in any sort of way, but other people apparently really like my voice. Cause like one of the comments I got about the episode was glad Dalton took over, man. His voice is smooth as butter. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't hear it, but I appreciate that people like it. But yeah, just check me out on uh, the Steam Machine podcast and uh, the JRPG report. Oh, yeah. But, I think uh, that wraps it up for this week. All right, man. Well, then I guess until next week, ladies and gentlemen, for Jeremy, I'm Dalton. And as always, guys, take it easy. See Nightmare. K M V K M Here we go MSG and the lights on me A Monday night raw, everybody gon' see I'm stacking up paper like a Vince McMahon Give a fuck about a hater, call me Vince McMahon Master of the pencil, man, I call the shots Grab that brass ring while that motherfucker's hot I'm racking in dollars like a Vince McMahon Strut limousine ride, woo, jet flying, fuck your baby mama, leave your 
nigga You know what's not with the style I'm the phenomenal one I gotta give it to AJ He the best in the biz And I rap VKM And I'm the best that there is I walk out in all tight I like my name's dude love DDT You wanna cactus jack him high above Up on top of the ladder You better give you the shove And watch your ass hit the mat To give that title a tug All mankind is watching They all tuning in To see the next evolution Of the business begin Five words on your life lease Undertaker's tombstone It's MSG and the lights on me And I'm the only motherfucker who's in XT I'm stacking up paper like a Vince McMahon Give a fuck about a hater, call me Vince McMahon Master of the pencil, man, I call the shots Grab that brass ring while that motherfucker's hot I'm racking in dollars like a Vince McMahon I make them fans holler like I'm Vince McMahon I burn it all down Seth freaking Rollins, drip guard, go hard like Tarzan, Phil Collins Here comes the money, Shane O'Mac, we be ballin' Poundin' via smoking guards, Farouk and Bradshaw And that's why I got my chest branded with a big X D-generation, what my body does best So many people tried to say I wouldn't cut it Got two words for you motherfuckers When it comes to Vinny Mac, no chance in hell And he ain't stopping at the sound of the bell Sharp and going against him went well Got me for 83 weeks and still didn't sell Tony Khan tries to be him, he's the top of the hill Living out the American dream if he will His legacy will live on long after he's retired He's got two words for you of his own Yes! and the lights on me I'm the motherfucking king of the WWE I'm stacking up paper like a Vince McMahon Give a fuck about a hater, call me Vince McMahon Master of the Acknowledge me, motherfucker.